You are listening to the Light Over Time podcast with David Sargent and Corey Bartos. It is June 18th, 2023. How are you doing, bud? I'm fantastic. How about you? It's, I'm not bad, you know. Happy Father's Day. You are a father. Uh, I'm Thanks, hopefully dude. not one. <laughs> but <laughs> one to day my you knowledge, may find out. Who knows? <laughs> to my knowledge, I am not. So, uh, A lot of people call me daddy, though. So I'll take no. it. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so I normally ask what we're drinking. I think you did a flash brew, but tell us what you got going today. I did. I've been waiting because it looks delicious. It is a Columbia Supremo. Kind of a medium dark, actually. And for ice stuff, cold stuff, I like a slightly darker brew. Um, a little chocolatey, a little lemon citrus. It's really nice. Well, yeah, I did. I did a handful of iced coffee, Japanese iced coffee, when I had that Supremo. It's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, have, I have a ginger mule. And uh, <laughs> we're going to get yeah. right into it. Um, All right. So... We skipped a week again. This is the second time we have skipped a week. Uh, I want to not make a habit of it, but things get crazy and busy. For sure. Um, I was in Ohio for a trade show, uh, which was quite wild. Um, Not a whole lot of photography going on, but I did happen to need to download the the newer version of the Creators app, and uh, it's bad. And (laughs) I hate it. It's bad only because it's no better than it ever was. Uh, it's it's not as good as it was, and I can't oh, go you back. Think so, huh? Uh, it's when I when I last used the the app for my A7 forum, no issues. It was like I could pretty much once I had it all set, and it was kind of weird to get it set up. Uh, when I would turn it on, I could just transfer some images, and put them into my Lightroom, and do it. Uh, it took a tremendous amount of time for me to literally just transfer one image that I wanted yeah. to add. Sure. <laughs> I was so mad with it. Yeah. Um, I had no no internet connection issues. There was nothing. It was just that the app is not as good, and that was a bummer. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, other than that, I haven't done a ton of shooting this week. I am contemplating returning the teleconverter. Ooh. Just because I haven't even had the desire to touch it, and yeah. like it's five hundred bucks, um, mm-hmm. and I'm like at that last window, so I have it boxed up. I have the RMA in, so Monday, tomorrow, I'm going to decide if I'm going to send it back or not. Uh, yeah, I I just sold my 1080 Ti graphics card to my buddy, um, and so I have a temporary 960 in here. So I think uh, I might use the funds to get on like a 4070 or something like that. That would definitely be more productive for you in the short term. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fortunately, most of the rendering I'm doing is either this show, which now will take long because I rendered out a, uh, a reel for Jaegerworks <laughs> yesterday, and it was significantly longer than it should have been. Uh-huh. Uh So uh, 1080 tie to 960 is rough. That's definitely um, different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that. Um, Mostly I'm at work and I have a 3090 and a 12 core AMD chip and stuff. So like that, that computer's beefy, but uh, yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll decide what happens. I think it's time for me to get into RTX anyway. I held off for many years. So mm-hmm. um, with all this AI stuff and things like that, I'm sure whatever I end up with, it will feel like I'm in space. So yep. uh, yeah. Um, so you 
other than before, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that before this weekend, you have been mostly roasting coffee and yeah. just like going yeah. gangbusters. But yeah. tell me about your weekend. <laughs> yeah, if I can even remember the beginning of the week. So, <laughs> yes, Wednesday, Thursdays, I have markets. So that means Monday, Tuesdays, I'm roasting. My Wednesday market comes along. I sell 27 bags. I probably did like 15 cups of coffee. That's the Boyne City Market in the middle of the week. That's a fun one. Uh, a lot of locals. Um, and then, so I was like, oh, cool. It sold 27 bags. I think I had like 50 something left. And I don't, I know with like two markets left in the week, I was like, I should, I should roast. So I got home Wednesday night, roasted until like 9 p.m. or something. Got ready, load my car, go to bed at like 10 or whatever, because I got to be up at like 5.30. <laughs> and then I sold another 27 bags in Charlevoix the next day. And... Uh, roasted again, I believe that night, if I remember correctly, because the next day, Friday, I had to do, nope, was it this Friday? Yeah, Friday night, I had to do a, I did a, built a computer for a friend of mine. Oh, so it was a, I did a mini ITX build, uh, never built in a mini ITX case. It was the Thermaltake Core V1. It was not hard at all. Uh, I spec'd him out a it's like he had a he had a 1660 ti and he didn't want to spend the money on a new gpu just yet but he had all the other stuff so i spec'd him out like a 10400f he only had a budget of 500 bucks so he wanted to use the case in the gpu this is nerdy tech stuff anyway <laughs> i spent the, i spent four hours building a computer it went really well but at 11 30 p.m i was finally done and i still had to load my car to be ready for the market on the next day I load my car up at 11.50 p.m. and realize I left an entire crate of my farmer's market stuff at the Charlevoix market Thursday. <laughs> and it had still been, I went down there at 11.50 p.m. downtown, middle of the night, and it was still there, all my stuff. So I picked up my stuff. I don't know, I don't know how nobody moved it. <laughs> I consider myself very lucky. Got my stuff, got into bed at like 12.15 to get back up again at 5.30 and do it all over again. Saturday market went really well. And uh, immediately after that, I went home, had lunch, and took a trip to the UP. Very nice. That's chaotic, by the way. Uh, oh, it was look. a busy week. <laughs> yeah, no downtime. It looked, it looked pretty good. We normally chat a little bit uh, here and there through the week. We didn't speak like at all. <laughs> no, nah, there was no time for anything. I can't yeah. even... I, I, I was going to put off that build until like Monday or Tuesday. I told him, I'm like, I can't do, I don't think I can do it. It was, I had like a couple hours and then he's like, oh, by the way, I got to work. Could you do it? <laughs> Cause we were going to do it together. I'm like, oh bro, just drop the parts off and come pick it up at nine or whatever. And he ended up staying until like 11, but yeah, no time at all. Yeah. It was fun, chaotic, but yes. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so run me through the, the the idea and the i guess the conception and the execution of this like i'm gonna go north for the night <laughs> man so uh the idea was born out of i didn't get to go in the spring right sure. like earlier so um i'd been doing that workshop every year for the last five years and because it had to get be canceled i was like i'm not gonna let this summer go by without at least going once so it's only a two-hour drive for me that's not bad. And a buddy, yeah, a buddy of mine who was going to come with us in the workshop too was like, hey, I'll, I'll come because I got nothing else to do actually on that specific night. So we both met up there and I filmed a couple of coffee videos because it's been a hell of a long time since I've done that. 
and I did some photography and it felt really good to nice. completely break away from all the stuff that's been keeping me so busy since May, you know, last month, early last month. And uh, just a to- just a night of total reset and it was perfect in the morning too. It was great. Totally nice. refreshed. Nice. So did you knock out like did you do a little bit of everything? A little bit of nature, a little bit of uh landscape, a little bit of astro? Yeah. I did not do astro. I was Oh, that's surprising. Be- yeah, it is because the stars did come out by the time I was thinking about going to bed. But my alarm was set for 5.20 a.m. And by midnight, I was like, if I start Astro now, I'm going to have such little sleep. And I got stuff to do the next day. And I can do Astro kind of anywhere, but um, it would have been nice. But I did do Sunset. I did some intimate nature stuff where there's a bunch of wildflowers um, and uh, just other nice little things, but, uh, I did manage to, I think nail this month's challenge picture there cool. as well. I was, nice. I had that on my mind. I got it. I actually got it this morning. Um, and then I did the sunrise. So I got up at five twenty. So we had a really nice sunrise. It was just me. Um, I had a really nice sunrise, got to see, uh, great, great blue heron. Um, the, uh, winter wren, uh, was up there as well. And then I got a, a new bird for me, which was the King crested flycatcher. Um, it had a call I'd never heard before. I ID'd it with Mer- the Merlin app and I found it and I had to use its call to get it to come close to me because it would not let me close at all. And I got a couple of pictures, uh, one really nice silhouette actually, but, um, I had a really good time just doing kind of an all around wildlife, nature, landscapes. It was good. Nice. Really good. Nice. Yeah. I, man, I've been wanting to get out to shoot pretty bad. I actually had a buddy, um, uh, Ryan bought a M3 this week, um, an old ass like a film camera. Yeah. And wanted to like jump into it. He was asking me some questions about it and stuff. He's really geeked. And uh, he messages me yesterday and is like, hey, man, I don't know if I can do it like really soon because he just got off of a bunch of travel. He went um, to Scotland and some other places like recently. But he's like, you know, we should like meet up, just like pick a city and just like meet up for like a weekend soon and just like the whole weekend do nothing but photography. And I was the like, whole <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so I'm hoping to do that soon. That'd be fun. Uh, probably won't happen until later in the year, but um that sounds great yeah something like that just sounds cool and like that that was kind of it was just funny that he brought that up because it felt very much like you just going up north this weekend and being like just gonna go up there gonna shoot a bunch of photos (laughs) yeah and and just make it happen that's sick and my buddy he's he's not a photographer but when i say anything about camping he's like he's there it doesn't matter so he brought his dog and he's like a bushcrafter kind of dude so when I set up, he's got his own little thing going. So whether I was going to go out or not, like he would have, he would have come with me and he would have just chilled and it was great. It was really, it was really cool. So I hope you get to do that because it definitely was like completely reinvigorating. I was getting not burnt out, but man, the, the, it's only the beginning of summer and it's, it's exhausting (laughs) doing the same thing every single day. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's a little bit how I feel, right? Cause I'm trying to get content up every single day for right. work and it's just like, I, I leave and go, I don't want to pick up my camera, dude. I've been, <laughs> I've been struggling to be creative for an entire like six days. And then, mm-hmm. 
Like, what am I going to do? Continue to try to be creative. Um, it's a little bit of a bummer because uh, I guess my network is pretty small. It's much smaller than I thought it was um, here in Keizu. So I just got to like reintroduce myself to human beings, I think. But um, I, I desperately want to at least get it. I've been playing guitar a little bit. So hopefully I can get with some people to do some things like that. Um, yeah. I'm, re- I'm reaching out for uh, a couple of friends that have cool, interesting businesses uh doing some mini documentary things um just like as a passion project man and uh, i gotta i gotta feel it again because i know we kind of talked about it at the beginning of the year and then it ramped up a little but i'm just like dead on photography at the moment hmm. um i still have one frame on my film camera one frame <laughs> and i just don't know what to shoot i like i Dang. I feel like it's such a cop out if I just snap it and send out the film. You know what I mean? I want well, like the last one to be. Keep memorable. that one maybe for your pick a city trip, and like maybe you'll find one one moment of inspiration to use that shot. Uh, oh no, dude! If if we're gonna do that, I'm gonna be shooting a lot of film. It'll be I'll probably go sure, through a couple okay, of roles. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's fair. Yeah, he's he's getting into it. I I definitely think that could help. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been weird weird relationship with photography right now the gear kind of died out this last two weeks like there was not a whole lot of things to get me super excited yeah i would say though uh i was kind of feeling the same way so it took me like forcing myself to say i'm just gonna go and do this i know i could be busy i could have roasted all day or all night instead of going to the up but i was like no i really like i actually need this like I'm actually starting to break down a little bit. I need something to reset me, and it was it was perfect. Just to, yeah. just got to do it sometimes. I still take my camera everywhere I go. Uh, <laughs> I grab See, my. See, and sling. I don't. That's the funny yeah. thing. When I drive, my camera is probably in my trunk. So it's like oh, a, yeah. I have like any time the camera comes with me, there's some intention. It's like for me, I was thinking about that on my drive home. I remember you telling me that and knowing that I'm driving by all these areas where like bald eagles and stuff are. And I'm like, if I had my camera next to me, I'd stop every freaking 100 feet on this road and I'd never get home. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's a different thing for me. So I don't know. Dude, I, I take, I grab my camera if I'm like just going to Starbucks real quick. That's funny. Like, and it's it's kind of because I have this weird sense, and it happened. I, I think it happened with my UFO sighting back in the day. At like every time something cool happens, and I don't have my camera, there's nothing else that I wish could have ever happened. <laughs> so, and now I feel like every time I have my camera, nothing happens. But at least if I always have my camera, it'll be ready if like something truly wild happens, and I want to capture yeah. it. Um, yeah, pretty wild. So I, I just, I got to figure something out. I don't know. I, I don't really have gas right now. And normally I'm pretty gear motivated. Um, yeah, pretty wild yeah. stuff. Oh, uh, if you were going to ask me or before you asked me, or if you weren't going to ask me, no, I did not update my Sigma 150 to 600, even though the firmware is out. Somebody messaged me while I was there and I like internally screamed. I was like, this was the opportunity for me. And I don't know when, like, it's going to be fall the next time I get to do something like that again. 
I was a little mad at myself because that update is supposed to be pretty major and I really wanted to put that to the test. So I'm going to have to force myself to do another one of these quick trips for that. Yeah. I mean, we, we got to do something. It's just going to be a matter of when we can make it happen because like doing yeah. doing a live episode will be fun anyway. But yep. Um, yep. Yeah, I... Uh... <sighs> I gotta, I gotta get out there, man. Um, I, like I said, I, I think my wanting to get rid of the teleconverter is just because I'm super demotivated. But as like the second I would be motivated to use that thing, I would not want to get rid of it. And then I'd go, man, I shouldn't have got rid of that freaking teleconverter. So yeah, it's, it's tough. It's just been a weird little slump, um, busy with work and busy with life or whatever. Right. Uh, I, I did, uh, while I was in the UP, while I was, thinking about how to approach this challenge photo. Uh, The way that I had my camera, the way I was handling my camera made me take a very different picture than I would have ever taken. And I'm not talking about the challenge photo I took. I took a a series of self-portraits just for me. And I never do that. I'm not a self-portrait person. It's so rare. Um, And I did one like a month ago that I really liked for when I was out doing Northern Lights and I had this camera, I'm not, I'm not trying to be do too detailed cause I'm, I, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything, but I had this camera in a very weird position and I happened to see myself and I was like, Oh, that's kind of a banger composition right there. And I took a couple shots. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, uh, the, I wish I could be more specific, but I'm actually really excited for the picture for the challenge so we'll talk about it more i guess what is it next week or the week after the week, with the week after for those of you uh just kind of tuning in we did a photo share for may that was black and white uh this month's prompt is unseen worlds uh you know just however you want to interpret that but uh you know in the in the show notes or in the description of the youtube channel uh video you can email me a submission if you want to uh partake we don't do any like heavy critiquing or anything like that we just kind of go over images and talk about how they make us feel and shit when we see them and it's it's a good time um but yeah i uh i haven't quite got mine i was playing around with some um i'm in the process of also um basically cleaning my entire pc at work which i built for them in 2020 so there's a lot (laughs) on there um i think i i got all the raw the raw files backed up on the internal mass storage and on one of my external hard drives but now i'm going through and i'm trying to save a handful of my like just like edited jpegs and stuff like that things that like i don't know you don't know what you don't know like yeah if if i get upset and i can't find them like re-editing a photo sometimes doesn't always pan out i'm sure you've experienced that yep um so uh yeah, with that, I, I was kind of looking at my photography when I first started it there in like 2020 and kind of going through everything. And there's there's a lot of interesting stuff you can do uh, in a machine shop. I'll say that. Sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to uh, submit any of the images that I've been playing around with just like while I'm at work, but um, it really can change your brain for... Um, you know, just like trying to find compositions, especially with macro or, or ultra wide yeah. close ups. Um, there was this shot that I took that was a bunch of like optics mounts. Basically, it looks like Picatinny risers. Um, and there's just like a bunch of them and they're all raw aluminum. And they were on this, uh, um, I don't know, like cart. And 
the lighting was just so good for some reason because like the whole cnc machine has a light in it and then there was like an, it was like spotlight and it wasn't like gross top down stuff mm. and they're they're machined so precisely that it was like oh f1435 mil image and it basically just looked like these like epic tessellations and you couldn't even tell what you were looking at at first because the 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 depth of field is so shallow um but like the whole frame was just like this blurry mass of like gnarly tessellated like texturing and i was like oh okay well that's a good start yeah yeah (laughs) definitely stuff like that it was pretty cool um i i liked how broad this prompt was yeah because it doesn't like it's not like it doesn't tell you shoot macro or like it's not so specific that you're kind of locked in or focused on one way of thinking about how to tackle this thing. Yeah. And so I kind of just, I had this idea when I was walking around going, I wonder. And when I was shooting that image and that image, I think I like a lot. Um, I can't wait to edit it actually tonight. I was like playing around and it just happened to like inspire me to shoot in other ways because it's so broad. Yeah. So that was it's a good prompt, I think. I hope I hope those of you who are listening uh, approach this with a, an open mind because you could be yeah. really creative with this one. Oh yeah, totally. And that was the goal when I was like, I was like, I don't want to just choose like a type of because like, what if somebody just doesn't have the ability to, you know, if it was macro or if it was oh, sure. like wild telephoto stuff? It's like, well, I have like a fifty and a twenty-four. I can't do that. Good point. Um, point. And I was like, okay, so obviously there's a little suggestive nature. I think you and I both kind of went to macro because like when we first, when you first heard the prompt, I think we talked briefly about like, Oh, well macro, right? Yeah. It's so, cause it's so easy, but it's thought for sure. It's also like, you know, um, places uh, at times that you're not normally there. I was thinking heavily about, um, the wildfire images I saw from New York city when it looked like Blade Runner 2049. I don't know yeah. if you saw much of that, but there was yeah. like whole sections of New York that was like early COVID where it shouldn't have been cleared out. It was 3.30 in yeah. the afternoon, but it was so smoggy that people just weren't outside. So it looked barren and great. It's like that would have been an epic image for for, sure. you know, for this prompt, right? Um, so <laughs> there's just a lot of ways you could take it. And I, I'm Absolutely. Gonna, I'd like to do that, you know, at least every other uh, photo share or whatever, because there's no reason not to do these photo shares. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, Because at the end of the day, the point is photography. Um, I've seen a decent amount of like very critical tweets and content lately. And I'm not sure that I like the 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 vibes so i'm seeing a lot of people talking about like obviously your gear doesn't matter and this or that and it's like all of these creators and unfortunately like the capitalism behind trying to be a content creator as your full-time job is such that like i have to capitalize on things that's the the world we live in it's i'm not saying one way or the other if i think it's right wrong or indifferent but unfortunately that leads people who want to quit their day job to like requiring that they find ways to try and get more views and like try to try to do all this stuff, which is partially why I don't want to take this channel and this podcast into that direction because I think it'll it'll change how these conversations happen. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just like there's a big chunk of people who still aren't actually producing like story driven content 
who maybe they do outside of YouTube and I just don't know what they're doing all the time, but it's so much criticism about how like people just need to shut the fuck up and use their camera. And then it's from people who I haven't really seen actually tell stories. They still just talk about gear and do stuff. And I don't know why, like it, that's what you're going to get views on. Like I'm going to review this thing or, you know, why I'm switching to Canon or like, you know, this, this is the best camera for you, for you in 2023. And it's like, is, is that really getting the views that almost any other type of content could drive should you actually try and make something meaningful um or does meaningful content which i am a little intimately familiar with uh does the stuff you work really hard on that you really love just fall short because maybe people just don't give a shit um so you have to milk it and turn it into something that people have a reason to give a shit about um it's yeah it's, it's become weird i um i feel it i think it's a little a column a, a little a column b right like no. people People give a shit, and they probably would give more of a shit if the title was clickier for some of the things that you work really hard on, but it's really hard to make clicky titles on that kind of stuff, right? right. Uh, and the gear stuff, you put the name of a camera or a brand, and they just get the clicks because people like to click on that type of stuff, even though you don't feel super passionate about that kind of conversation all the time. I think it's a little of both, um, right. and that's really hard to reconcile with sometimes as a creator yeah yeah well i mean i have i have a, a meal note full of the content that i want to make and then i i always go back to what's the motivation for this content and yeah it's, um, and a lot of the options are because i think it'll be clickable and people will watch it and then the stuff that i actually want to produce because i think it'll be more fun and meaningful i don't think it would do anything and so I just haven't done it yet. And I just I also just need to do it. And that's a whole other can of worms because obviously I work like 60 hours a week and I make yeah. content for work. And I have to like really ramp up video content at work. So um, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a bit daunting, but uh, it's it's just strange. I wish I was able to hone in on creators that were doing the type of thing that I keep like suggesting that I want. I don't know if I'm just not looking hard enough or if I don't actually want what I say I want kind of deal. Um, the content space is weird. That said, there has been a decent amount of um, like pretty solid new YouTubers that I've been noticing actually doing like, uh, and they're not doing well, obviously, because they're not doing clicky stuff, um, but some <laughs> some pretty beautiful work. Yeah. The guys that kind of do both really well, they seem to be like doing pr professional commercial stuff full time. And so they just, I assume they probably have an editor and there's just a lot more money behind their stuff. But it's that blur behind, is this like a dude with a YouTube channel or is this like part of some guy's business? Right. Um, you don't that, always get to know for sure. And knowing yeah. might help or hurt your idea of that channel or that person. Right. Yeah. And it's it's just so weird. I. I used to have such a, a fun, inspired relationship with YouTube, and I don't think I do anymore. Um, and yeah. somebody had posted today on Facebook, I miss blogs. That was all they said. And I was like, you're freaking telling me. That's where yeah. I cut my teeth and started this whole career with Absolutely. blogs. 
Blogs and, like, and forums, man. Like nice curated places that had ideas and uh, and yeah, forums. You know, I used to make PHP boards all the time back in the day, and uh, you know, we tried to get as many of our friends on it as we possibly could, and mm. like it was it was so good. And I, I just it sucks that like you either are doing really well and trying and like making money and it's like your business. So you put a lot of energy into it or like you're not doing that, but you're trying to make money off it. So your content suffers tremendously. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's like, man, for every, I don't know, 60 videos in my subscription box, there's like one that's good. And like, I actually stop multitasking and I just sit there and watch it. Yeah. I actually <sighs> just recently went through, my sub list and took a bunch of them out and maybe it would help if you and I shared who exactly we are subscribed to. Cause I have actually now narrowed it down to a good, like solid, like 60 or 70 something now that like at least half of them are putting up content that is like what they're actually passionate about on a weekly basis or on a bi-weekly basis yeah. uh, that I will click on regardless of what the title says. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I don't, I don't know that I, I kind of like, I unsubscribed from a lot of people, tried to make it more useful. And then I kind of just defaulted, I think to gear and like BS. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's a lot of the content I'm watching has to do with work. So it's very different than photography and things like that. But, uh, I think like Benjamin Hardman, who's like a dude who lives in Iceland, um, like go figure, like, of course you can just go shoot all the freaking time. Um, I don't envy that because I feel like it'd be pretty damn hard to live in Iceland and like try to make content regularly. It started to it you it would lose its mystique fast if that was yeah. what you chose. But he does incredible stuff like expedition shoots and stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Um, he gets super super low views for the type of shit that he does. Um, but like he was on Peter McKinnon's channel recently and stuff because Pete went out there and like hung out with him for a day or like two days or something. Um, pretty wild and then like uh the mami amigos podcast which is uh jason grainy days who yep. does incredible film photography content has super yes. dry humor it's not for I everyone i love it i have friends that absolutely hate it but it's like <laughs> i love when he has a new long form video i can put on to go to bed too it's um, great because they're they're the best but his if you haven't watched their <laughs> podcast yet him and caleb do a great job talking about stuff and there's a whole lot of that comedy in there okay um, and then the uh petapixel uh jordan and and uh chris are doing a podcast with that other the editor of petapixel yeah um, i saw that but i didn't get a chance to get into it yet have you listened uh, yeah i've been listening to them at work and they're, and they're pretty good <laughs> um it's always insightful because obviously like DP review was um, and, you know, Chris and Jordan are my primary reviewers. I think they give sure. the, the best overviews when new gears out. Um, I, I dislike uh, listening to them the least out of everyone. Um, I say that carefully just cause I don't like the super gear heavy, like, I don't like the this is a new product videos because I hate hearing the specs like 47 times. Sure. And like, so I just kind of watch one and then I, I fill in the void with like shorts and stuff like that. Um, but they're kind of my go to. Um, and outside of that, like it's been pretty dry. I watch like Terry Warfield stuff because I think he's he's like probably one of the better. I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Maybe he's not even the better. He's just like what I can handle and stomach now. Um, 
it's it's a rough space. I'd like well, I think, I'd, I'd like suggestions. I, yeah, well, I mean, all I'm all I'm gonna be able to say is I think this is a callback to a couple of weeks ago where I recommended you go find out or anybody go find more medium format, large format film yeah. photographers putting that content out. There's not a ton of them, but you can almost guarantee that zero videos of theirs are going to be gear heavy, you know, because yeah. that space is just not popping off with new gear all the time. So yeah. they got to make content that fits the niche uh, where the people are are wanting that kind of content, right? Like going out and doing the thing, right? Yeah, because so the, pro- the process more of that to find. Yeah, well, and it just sucks because like I'd like to see it with digital. Um, yeah, and I'd, and I I'd get like it. I'd like to see it with digital where it's not like I have a GoPro <laughs> strapped to my chest and we're gonna go do like rainy day like city street photography. Like those videos are fun. I'll put them on in the background if I'm like doing something else. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like at a plateau where I got to push really hard to get out of like my skill base, like to learn, to like learn, learn something new. Yeah, maybe. Um, or maybe I just like need to actually buckle down on like some serious video projects. Cause like for me, photography is always going to be, and I say this within the reference of what I'm doing all the time, really fing easy. <laughs> mm. Um, for me to to do for basically any type of photography like i don't i don't struggle to do it um i have the tools i need to do whatever i need um and so <laughs> a photo shoot is one thing but a video project is like okay do we have three months to to make sure i get all the pickups and we do the edits and i got dailies and i can make like a story and it be like good it's uh, there's no there's no middle ground I'm finding I guess maybe sure. I don't know I'm just spitballing today because like I'm I'm in a funk yeah sure we'll get to it though funk yeah. I think once you take the time to start and approach this challenge it might open you up a little bit and maybe just like one at a time month over month I don't know I hope it doesn't take month to month yeah, to month right. to get to that point but think hopefully if you force yourself to do these weird little challenges yeah you'll get a little better with it yeah for sure um i'd i'd love to get out and and actually do like a a really gnarly five day or something too um i have a lot of friends that are trying to get me to visit and it's just like i'm gonna have to make decisions on who i go see yeah i was just gonna uh, say let's keep the the conversation open like on a weekly basis on when you can come up because no i'll force you to shoot if you come up I know, man, and it's it's so rough. I got a friend in Massachusetts that wants to hang out hopefully next month. A sure. uh, buddy from yeah. New York's coming to Kalamazoo next month. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been trying to, for the last six months, get my buddy Tommy and Taylor together, and they're a huge source of inspiration out in the backcountry and stuff like that, and that's what I'd nice. like to do is, yeah. is actually get after, like, you know, nearing death again and um, <laughs> uh, getting after some serious, serious backcountry hiking. Um, especially now that I'm kind of doing like this whole fitness thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just got to like try to break out of the day job and, um, I'm excited about this like micro documentary thing I want to do. Uh, I just need to like hope that I don't bite off more than I can chew and, and knock out a couple of, uh, I've kind of primed factory coffee with doing one, um, hopes chiropractic business, uh, loot energy and stuff like, so that's like, 
kind of being able to do some passion projects where I can just get like some spec documentary work, but it'll hopefully help them create content for their businesses. So oh, like, sure. it, it kind of, you know, doubled down on helping friends and doing stuff that I actually want to do where I can be yeah. like, Hey, I want to do this documentary. I don't want to do like commercial bullshit. I want to do something that it'll help you. Um, but it'll be more driven by like my desire to do documentary work. Do you have the format thought of to tell tell us what you're thinking of for these things? Uh, I I have I have like frames and images in my head. So basically, okay. I want uh, I kind of want it to be I want to do just like my thought was an origin documentary, like a micro documentary, like who is Factory Coffee, who is yeah. you know uh, Loot Energy, and then be able to sit down and do like one solid interview with them where I can get hopefully everything I need from a decent interview and then kind of build out what we need to shoot for uh, like family life and like working out and like all the, all the mechanisms that I kind of already know about how they're probably going to tell a little bit of their story. Mm -hmm. um, but then kind of work to going back um, organizing my thoughts for what kind of shots I want to tell the story. You know, if, if, uh, the Dan at factory coffee goes into a little bit about his like moped business that he had. Like there's still some moped, like, uh, like signage and stuff in the factory coffee thing. And I can go through some of that and maybe have him like kick on a moped or something like that. And like actually build those visuals that I, I think about when I'm hearing an interview and like really knock out, even if it ends up being like a really wicked three minute micro doc. Sure. Um, and just like try to make something really cool for each person um, and then let them tell people who they are where it wasn't them trying to like pay a company to come. Hey, I want to tell you guys about me and make content. It's I, I want to know about them. And I think because that's going to be the way it is, like it'll be driven that direction. It won't feel like they're trying to tell you something you know what I mean? It'll be like me really kind of digging and trying to cut in 60 minutes style, but like way, way shorter, right? Yeah. Um, digestible. I like it. Yeah. Just kind of interesting. I figured I could probably pull something pretty, pretty interesting out of all of them. Um, the hard one, the really hard one that I really want to do because I think it'll, it'll challenge me the most, uh, especially trying to get visuals is Hope's chiropractic uh, practice. Because um, I can definitely get like, shots of her like practicing but whatever she's going to talk about to try and get some to try to figure out what that b-roll looks like and stuff it'll be interesting she's one of my closest friends so i have basically yeah. full access to if she wants to talk about like her health and fitness journey her diet journey with evan and all this other stuff like i can get good footage but it'll be um it'll some be of the, the ideas hardest. that she talks about might be more intangible than you anticipate maybe right yeah because I, I don't know where it would go and i don't know how right. how i would make it happen so um but i think it could be really cool like i said i think it could be interesting to to make a you know three minute max like micro doc yeah. and then give them a couple of shorts like uh edits from shorts and then just kind of make stuff to actually excite myself because i'm i'm trying to watch a movie a week right now um I'm just trying to be inspired, man. Uh, yeah. Really, really on a big fitness kick. So I've been watching the Arnold documentary that just dropped. It's a three part on Netflix. Oh. Um, part one is his like bodybuilding era. Part two is his acting era, and part three is his like uh, being a governor politics era. Uh huh. Um, 
but they did a tremendous job on that because they got footage from his entire life and he's doing like an interview now like and 75 or whatever he is and he's still working out he just made a show called foobar for them and all this other huh. stuff and uh but it's a beautifully shot they do um like uh dramatized versions of some of the stuff that he talks about too so there's like a lot of like really high-end um cut-ins and stuff where it like kind of shows what he's describing from back in austria and shit like that nice. um and and I don't think I'll probably get to that point. I'll probably stage some things. Like if somebody's talking about doing a workout, we'll go to the gym and we'll we'll make that happen or whatever. But um, yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, cool. I'd like yeah. to see it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> One day, yeah. maybe not too far in the future. Just keep yeah. it on the forefront of the mind, and maybe maybe it'll happen sooner than you think. Yeah, um, but that's that's mostly where I'm at. Uh. Just trying to find motivation, trying to keep my head above water, and uh, hopefully get into my own apartment soon. But um, yeah, the I, I do have a, a deep, deep desire to find the content that used to make me excited. Like back when it was like 2018, and I was watching Peter McKinnon. Like, where do I get that excitement again? Yeah, where do I get like old Levi Allen when he was doing the Slack Life series? Like, shout out to Levi Allen with my <laughs> "Life's Better When You Make Stuff" shirt. But um, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. It feels just very commercial and very uninspired mm-hmm. and uninspiring right now. It's one of those things where <clears throat> I think I've been in that situation before, and uh, I know I have been. And on those occasions, it could be months of a slump feeling where you're feeling not creative, uninspired, or or you feel like every day there's some like weird pressure that no one's putting on you but yourself to make something and you think about it and it's almost like too much and it's so it's kind of hard to explain right but that that feeling of trying to let that go it it takes a lot and after a couple of months sometimes i finally just go screw it I'm just going to drop those thoughts and like screw off for a week and try really hard not to even have the desire to pick up the camera because it's, it's a weird like cyclical thing of creative torture, right? Like you want to pick up the camera and make the thing, but you don't want to feel forced to do it. And nobody's really forcing you to do it outside of work or whatever. But sometimes I just need to like, okay, I'm I'm not going to, pick up my camera i'm gonna go out and do something else or just like i don't know play xbox for a week or whatever and those times usually i stumble upon something something weird on instagram or youtube it's like oh where's my camera (laughs) you know it's like sometimes a break helps you know i don't know what kind of break you might need but yeah maybe yeah like i said just real challenging i think with the work uh because it's all it's I'm doing mostly photo video at work right now so yeah um pretty wild you know good yeah. problems to have all first world problems but um well but I but think there's definitely a substantial conversation to be had about feeling that personal pressure making content it's yeah. I don't know if that's a first world pro- I mean yeah maybe it is first world problem but it is an artist's problem and that's yeah. global well I want to make stuff I don't want to make content 
You know what I yeah. mean? That's the problem. I don't want sure. to make content, but I want people to view it. Like, and I want to get yeah. feedback. I like, <laughs> I like the feedback loop of it. Like, I want to make stuff yeah. for people that people enjoy, but to get people to see it is it's got to be content. Um, I, I maybe unfortunately maybe fortunately stumbled upon uh you know the old auto play on youtube hit me with uh a couple of tunes from bo burnham's inside which oh, i was yeah. heavily into when it came out because obviously Absolutely. like covid was nuts and i've been i've been a bo burnham fan since i was a junior in high school which was yeah. 2009 which was when like new math and stuff was Ooh. a brand new youtube video um so i've been a fan of his for a long time and it's like that yeah his i think it was what and uh inside hit so hard at a couple of moments where you're like yeah he's having fun this is his job and then sometimes you're like oh my god like I, a- I, I i actually know exactly <laughs> how this moment feels and it's such now it's such a nostalgic feeling because it's been two years right yeah um and i it hit me the other day and i don't know if that made me put me into the funk or it made me realize i was in a funk but uh, there's a little bit of like content and then how the world works. And then uh, what's what's the song that I like so much? What's the actual title of it? Uh, All Eyes on Me. Um, just freaking, freaking brutal, man. Yeah, I definitely felt like that special was like an anthem to that entire era. Yeah. Like his his piece on that on, on, on Netflix was just this is it. This is how a lot of people are feeling. And uh this that was the thing to really mark that yeah. that feeling for sure. Yeah. Have you yeah. have you seen the uh the like outtakes? I don't think I have. So there's a whole second special called Inside Outtakes, and there's I like I did not know that it's on Netflix. There's like full new, there's like full songs. There's like these versions of the songs on the first on Inside, where it's like every single take on the screen, and when the take when he like stops the take because he messes it up, it goes off the screen. So like over the course of the song, there's like fifty. And then you see how few they get and how many takes it took for him to like be happy with it. You see a lot wow. more of him tinkering with his like compositions and setting up stuff. It's it's pretty remarkable. Um, and there's some like solid bangers in it. It's not nearly as good as inside. He definitely he definitely nailed it with like what he chose to put in the actual sure. special. But uh inside out takes is super good. I've seen it probably three or four times. Mm. Um but yeah, super worth watching. It's it's wild what that what that time that. was. Yeah, yeah, super good. Um, anyway, I don't have a ton of gear stuff this week, but I do. I did see something that I think is kind of neat. Uh, it was on Sony Alpha Rumors, but um, it's an Indiegogo project called uh, the Valoi EZ35 Film Scanner, and it's kind of sick. So it's like a basically it looks like it's 3d printed maybe that's just the prototype but it's like a box that you attach metal extension tubes onto and then it screws to the front of a a macro lens and then it's got a slot for film and then a light on the back of it so you can Mm -hmm. just tripod your camera and slide your film through the like thing and snap all of the images and get it like calibrated to full frame each of your 35 mil um 
and it's i think the indiegogo was like 175 or something for the product it seems pretty sick uh not that i i mean i get a lot of my stuff scanned when i get it yeah done but i get all my negatives back and i wonder if something like film negative pro or whatever that program is with something <clears throat> like this would give me just like tons of better flexibility with like all of my film photos um, might make it a little bit more fun and a little bit more worth getting that kind of latitude. Because like there's film isn't better, but neither is digital. Uh, they're they're different, right? They're different. Like because it's chemical and it's physical. Like the way it captures exposure will always be different. It's not pixels. It's not pixels until you scan it into digital. Yeah, and so like fall off will always always be different on a chemical exposure um is it necessary not at all like somebody like jared poland's like yeah i shot film it was cool like do it for fun or whatever but like it's stupid just like get a sick camera it's about the images and you know some days of the week that is my entire take as well yeah but some some days of the week i'm like no man because i'm gonna shoot everything differently with a film camera and it is fun especially like i i, I don't want to wait 18 months every time i put a roll in my <laughs> camera but like i like to wait a few months like i like yeah. the, i like to go back to it and go wow if i took that photo on my digital camera i probably would never have looked at i might have deleted it from the card but because i i couldn't now there's all of a sudden a memory that like was gone that you know uh, serendipitously exists in my in my mind now because I chose to capture it with the film camera, and that's special, dude. I don't care what anybody says; like I'm into it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think the product is cool. I think the price is a little high, to be honest. Uh, I'd have to see it myself. I can't make that judgment before I kind of get more of an idea of uh, what it's about. But it's a great idea. Um, yep. You said that it had extension tubes that you put on. Can you explain that again? Extension tubes right, you put on so, a macro lens? All right. So uh, they're like extension tubes. It's post lens. It's not before the lens. Yeah, so okay. it, it's it's just because you have to dial in the minimum focusing distance of the lens. And you're not going to have the same macro lens. It does not come with a macro lens. It's so all the are you other saying part. it screws onto the filter threads? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so basically, it so it blocks out all that light, and then it goes into a yep. box, where, depending on how the final product looks with the casing and like the light situation, because <laughs> yeah. it's all, I don't think sub two hundred bucks is crazy at all. I think that's sick. Like, if it's made even slightly okay. And yeah. Sure. It, uh, you know, most lenses are way beyond uh, that price. Most little adapters are beyond that price or about right. Like the Sigma MC 11 is like 150 or whatever, um, which is essentially nothing. Um, it's, it's definitely neat. Uh, I got to look into it a little bit better. I watched the video that uh, I think Andre posted on his um, page, the Sony Alpha rumors. Um, and then I didn't look into it much past that, but as far as not using a scanner, cause scanners are a pain in the ass. <laughs> Um, and then potentially using my current 30 plus megapixel camera up to what was like a 60 megapixel camera, um, you know, and being able to, without dicking around, cause I've, I've scanned friends film with my a7R4 before. Yeah. Um, but it was janky. Like <laughs> it's hard. Like, uh, you know, we had a, a white, we took an iPad pro 
put a white background on it you know scotch yeah. taped the film to it and then yeah. like had it over tripod like so it wasn't blocking out ambient light there's like so yep. much wrong with that process Absolutely. that was just not good um, i'm familiar with that um because anytime i've ever had film developed i have only ever asked for the negative back i never have them scan it because i want to oh. be in that process sure. so and my my setup is janky but i like the process right so i have this light board basically it's just a light it's just a white LED square or it's like a four by six rectangle, but it's like, uh, it's like eight inches or something like that. You can get them super cheap, like 20 bucks Amazon. It's just USB power LEDs. Um, just look for one that has decent reviews because some of them have like weird LED arrays. Um, so that mine came with little magnets and then to another 10 or 20 bucks you can buy, whoops, you can buy these little, um, uh film strip holders and then as long as you work on uh your ambient light setup it works if you have a tripod and a decent enough like a you probably could get away with a 24 megapixel camera if you have something uh like that um but yes you can do that uh the product you're talking about sounds pretty cool though i would be yeah. interested in taking a look yeah well sweet because then you know you just slide it click slide it click slide it click slide. yeah it's, if it's that it, fast well yes. dude it looks so nice to just not mess around because like i've yeah. done that been there you trying to get level top down shots in the camera perfect oh it's hard oh it's so hard and i'm such a freak about it like that i'll <laughs> oh man i hate it i i try to do um you know optic cuts on slides for and i i i don't know if i'm lazy or if i'm just a psycho but i'll just i'll just balance it standing up on a table because i don't have stuff permanently rigged oh, I, gotta, I, I gotta set it up <laughs> so i i put a, a white um you know poster board behind it light it how i want and i just let it sit so i'm in front of it moving my tripod doing that or sometimes i get so mad i just take the tripod off and i just like will like like a manic psychopath <laughs> just like you know punch in move left and right and i'll just like ha, ha, i got it ha, i got it <laughs> there, there's definitely an easier way to do it but it's just yeah. i don't know it's yes. uh it's tough so top down especially trying to get a flat plane um yes, and perfectly hard. in focus man it's a it's a pain in the ass so um this this thing got me thinking because it'd be okay. really nice um i'd love to see what would happen with a proper negative processor um and then being able to you know i'll let i'll probably still let like the dark room do scans for me and then like yeah. send me back my my stuff because i like them quick on the app and then i can post them but having them raw having full control over the processing would be pretty fire yeah i have to admit i've been really thinking more about film lately um <clears throat> and it's because uh, the Peter McKinnon. Sorry. No, <laughs> the farmers markets uh, in Boyne City. There's a, a a couple. One uh, girl is a painter, lady, woman, wife, painter, and the husband is a photographer. Uh, he shoots both digital and film, and he uses a, a Yashica mat. I think it's a six by six, if I'm correct, uh, medium format. And his work is amazing. It's nice. so good. And he's creative with it. Cyanotypes and like mixing mediums of like cyanotype and like uh, his wife will come in and do like watercolors around it and stuff and like and do and mixing all kinds of things to make different colors of monochromatic versions of of uh, the work he's doing. Like 
super close-ups uh like studio uh flowers right like 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 setting up a box outside in the middle of the night to do these cyanotype uh, uh shots of these flowers it's like this dude is 100% in the process and I want a piece of that pie. That feeling must be so good, right? To yeah. make something like, and he's got these just huge prints, like, uh, I don't know, like 24 inch prints uh, made. And some of it uh, is um, just incredible in series too. Just, I, I am a sucker for like a, a triptych. And I, I, I want more of that. That yeah. feeling must be just great. So um, I have been sneaking over to his booth taking a look at that stuff going, I should get a medium format film camera every Saturday, every Wednesday, two days a week. I keep looking. So I don't know. I'm eyeballing. I don't know yet. I don't know that I want to go that, that much into the process. Um, it gets drastically more expensive when you screw up and I screw up a lot. So (laughs) I'm okay with screwing up as long as it's like not damaging to the process. I'm okay with like, Oh, that didn't work at all, but I know where to go from there. You know? Uh, Nah, I don't know that I've ever had a single roll of 36 come back. What? I think like every single roll I've ever sent out has had like the last four (laughs) shots were jacked up or like my freaking AE one ate a half a and film roll once um oh dude i've i've had pretty bad luck and i hate when it happens so i'm actually I've kinda... definitely i don't know i've definitely lost some shots but i always attributed it to the film having expired in 1992 because nah, that's all man, i've been shooting on lately <laughs> this was new film dog it was okay, uh, that's yeah different. man it's just like stupid <laughs> stuff that i i mess up and i don't want to do that with you know, plates of film that are way, way more expensive. And yeah, um, it's a lot. It's a headache. And I, I, I just know. don't need to get manic about something else. I support you. But uh, <laughs> but man, I it's I, I know how obsessive I get. And I don't think I need to <laughs> obsess over that. Well, um, I know it's like one of these things that's going to take some serious time. So in my mind, I'm thinking this could be a neat winter project if I wanted sure. to really learn this. And he's like, I talked to him on Saturday. He's like, oh, it's easy. You just, you know, set up in your closet or in your bathroom and it's just a couple minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I know damn well that it's not going to be just a couple minutes and it's easy, but okay, bud. Yeah. Maybe I'll think about it. Yeah. I don't like when somebody at like the top of their game tells me it's easy. I go, <laughs> is it easy before or after the 25 years of experience? Exactly. Cause... That's the trick. <laughs> Cause I don't know that I got time for a 25 on this boy. <laughs> I'm already yeah. 30, man. I, I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta slim down. And this guy's definitely, definitely uh, about our age. Oh man. I'm going to actually shout him out. Let me grab Let me grab the uh, Instagram because his work is great. And I would love for people to see who it was. Hang on, hang on. Oh no. Oh no. The filters changed. Oh, latest. Here we go. Gross. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Instagram's not working. It's James. It's James. I know the name. It's James. Wait, wait, wait. James Manning photo. All one word. Um, just wonderful stuff. Check him out. Um, yeah, all over the place. Oh man, the series of flowers against a pitch black background is fantastic. Please check it out. Cool stuff. Oh, yeah, I'll throw I'll throw a link into the uh, show notes and stuff. Um, always good stuff. 
yeah, outside of that, man, um, I'm going to take this, uh, I don't want to call it doom and gloom. I think I'm okay. It's just like a, a little bit of a, a, a slump. But uh, season six of Black Mirror finally dropped. And uh, I'm ready to just feel pretty horrible. So uh, I don't know if you ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched Black Mirror, but you're uh, talking to someone who's never watched an episode. But I will one yeah, day. Yeah, it's man. I think I watched it at, like the right time. I watched all five seasons after Bandersnatch came out, which is like the interactive movie on Netflix or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where you get to like choose your own adventure, which is wild, and it was a, a killer experience. But uh, shy of like three episodes that I thought were absolutely garbage. Um, it's not serial. It's like an anthology, basically. So every episode's basically completely different. Some of them kind of feature things of the other ones, but uh, fantastic freaking show. But just, it was comedic. I think even it might have been them, or yeah, I think it was their Twitter, like mid, late 2020 or 2021. They were like, sorry guys, uh, there's really no reason to make a season six of black mirror because it's happening outside uh <laughs> and uh because it's just like there's so much stuff about ai and about the future of social media and like all this stuff that's so so daunting and yeah. they just tackle it in such an interesting way um so i'm excited to get into that and uh, extraction too which uh i don't know if you know this but i'm a sucker for anything heist uh anything I don't want to say military, mostly like GWAT era military or like uh, John Wicky or Extraction. Um, okay. Extraction is Chris Hemsworth just like being an absolute juggernaut of a contractor, um, you know, with a job to go collect a human being safely. And uh, <laughs> the first one is great. And they made a second one. So I'm sure it's going to be stupid and ridiculous. And I love them to death. So, uh, yeah, that's the, the content update. Otherwise, uh, do you have anything else for the the good people still listening? I do not. I gave you everything I've been working through all week, and that is it. Right on, man. Well, if you're still listening, uh, you know, drop us a comment. What are you working on? What's gotten you out of the slump? Have you ever been in a slump? Are you currently in a slump? Let's share our vibes or pull each other out of the pits of despair. Um, whatever works. Uh, you know, leave us a, a review if you've been listening. This is episode twenty. This is a pretty big deal. Hey, that's cool. Uh, we've been we've been uh, knocking this thing out. I think uh, I got. I got the beat on a couple of people. I might figure out how to have a guest, whether that mean uh, I got to do an episode on my own if it's going to be in person or we'll do one remote with some people. But I think that could be cool. Um, yeah. But we're happy to have you all. If there's anything you want to hear from us, if we want to if you want to see us share more of our own work, uh, let me know. We can do that. Um, follow us on Instagram and uh, all that stuff. And hey, if you've got an image, the email to submit for this month's challenge, which is Unseen Worlds, is that correct? That is going to be uh, linked below or uh, not linked, but you can find the email below to submit your image, some information about it if you want us to know about it. Or you can leave us in the dark and we'll take a guess at what we're looking at. Yeah, either way is cool with me. Uh, The email is submissions at gmail.com but it'll be linked down below uh we just want to see people's work uh we get to talk about it we'll share an image of our own as well and uh you know for a brief moment in time we will all be succinct and uh you know vibing as it were so 
Thanks as for listening. As the kids say. <laughs> as the kids say. Oh, bussin' is what the kids say. I think <laughs> I think vibin' is what we probably said as kids. Now sure. we're we're up we're, we're up to bussin'. bussin'. So yeah, sure. okay. I don't feel comfortable saying bussin'. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm I'm a zoomer at heart, so uh, have a have a bussin' weekend and uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys.